Welcome everyone to episode nine of the Talk Techie to Me podcast. I'm your host, Tasia Custody, and this week we've got another tech roundup episode for you. So it's been a while since we've done this. So if you're not familiar, every roundup episode will feature my favorite tech stories from the past week, each delivered from my lips to your ears in two minutes or less. So are you ready? Then let's go. You're listening to Talk Techie to Me, a podcast that explores the latest and greatest technology and how this tech impacts our lives. I get it, tech can be confusing. That's why I'm diving deep into the tech world to bring you the information that matters most in a relatable, straightforward way. We're gonna kick things off with a bang and jump into the top story from this week in tech. So let's get two minutes on the clock and away we go. Jack Dorsey has officially resigned as the CEO of Twitter. Now, it's important to note that Dorsey will remain on Twitter's board until his term expires in 2022. However, as soon as this news broke, Twitter's stock rose nearly 11% at the time I was researching this story. Parag Agrawal, who started out as an engineer with Twitter all the way back in 2011, he's going to step into the CEO role. Dorsey's reasoning for stepping down is that he thinks founder-led companies can be limited, saying that it can lead to a, quote, single point of failure. I've worked hard to ensure this company can break away from its founding and founders, end quote. But I think there's a bit more to Dorsey's departure than just not wanting a founder-led company. He's also the CEO of Square, which is worth more than double what Twitter is worth. And he's very interested in the crypto world. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does next in that realm. But the biggest reason could be that Twitter's been a really central part of the debates over whether or not social media platforms should be responsible for curbing hate speech and misinformation on their sites. I'm sure you all know by now that Dorsey has testified several times before Congress addressing criticisms of Twitter's handling of user content. But, love him or not, he's officially out. Farewell at Jack. All right, on to our next story. And this one has to deal with data practices of the big guns. We're talking Apple and Google. So let's reset that clock for two minutes and get right into it. Italy has fined Apple and Google 10 million euros each for not providing their users with clear enough information on the commercial uses of their data. So this is in direct violation of Italy's consumer code, according to their competition and market authority, the AGCM. Even more, Apple and Google are being accused of aggressive practices to push users to accept commercial processing. So as an example, Google is being accused of leaving out relevant information during the account creation phase. So when you're setting up and creating a Google account. So the regulator says that they should be providing people with this relevant information so that they can make informed decisions on whether or not to consent to its use of their data. 
Plus, they say Google fails to provide a way for users to revoke that consent of their data transfers if they change their minds after creating an account. Now, for Apple's part, they're being accused of not immediately providing users with clear info on how exactly it uses their information when they create an Apple ID or access their digital stores like the App Store. Both Google and Apple are expected to appeal, with both companies releasing statements saying they believe the decision is wrong and stating they offer transparent and fair practices when it comes to their users' data. And speaking of Apple, wouldn't you know they are also featured in our third and final story in this week's Tech Roundup. So I was very excited when Apple announced their digital wallet, the feature where you can store your ID, like your driver's license or state ID cards, right in the wallet app on iPhone. They announced this with iOS 15. They already partnered with the TSA and they're running tests in eight different states. So you could use your digital wallet to get through security at airports that support the feature. Amen. Well, unfortunately, Apple has delayed the release of their digital ID cards. So now the feature is expected to launch sometime in 2022 rather than have already launched by the end of this year, 2021. I'm really not sure if it's a development issue or if it's more of an issue on the consumer end with airports and retailers and vendors being maybe a bit slow on the uptick of the technology. But either way, Apple hasn't given us an exact reason for the delay, but we know we're not going to be getting it with iOS 15.2. Phew, I feel like we've covered a lot today. So now I want to hear from you. What do you think of Dorsey resigning as CEO of Twitter? Do you think Apple and Google actually offer transparent user data guidelines? Are you excited for digital IDs when we finally get them? Leave a comment on this episode and let me know. If you enjoyed today's episode, well, I want to know that too. So share it with friends on social media, leave a comment, or connect with me on the interwebs. I'm at Tasia Custody on all of the things. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I would love for you to leave a review. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll chat real soon. Bye.